Hello and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. We have with us Mr. David Roberts, tape extraordinaire, overall good guy, Mr. Robert Whittaker, UFC fighter, UFC champion, good, solid guy, and myself. <laughs> um, guys, last week uh, there was a beep in the background during the podcast, and we I worked it out that it wasn't actually here, it was in your own living room. <laughs> so if you could start looking around again today for it, that would be really, really good. Now we got to the bottom of it, it was actually the dishwasher, and uh, we took care of that fellow, he's no longer working with us. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking today a little bit. Let's kick off. I suppose we'll talk about, um, Bellator, Bellator card, which is actually a pretty good card. Yeah, happened on the weekend. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about, well, we've got a few fights that I want to talk about and then a couple, I want to talk about Aaron Pico and Dylan Dennis, uh, towards the end, uh, certain things about that. But, um, I don't know. Let's talk about the main event. I suppose. Oh, well, let's talk about Horiguchi versus Coldwell. What did you think mm. of that fight? I thought that was that was a great fight. Like I do not know how um, Horiguchi survived those elbows. They were so clean, huge elbows. They were massive. But um, yeah, he's a he's a champ for a reason. You know. You know, Horiguchi has only had like he's only had like two two losses. One of them was to Johnson. Then he won all these fights in UFC, but he won them all by decision. UFC let him go. He went to Ryzen. I think he went somewhere else first. And he won. He won all his. He, he, he's, he's won everything. He's got a super impressive record as well. Yeah, the only person to have lost to is uh, Demetrius Johnson. Oh, he didn't lose by decision actually. That was that fight where Demetrius Johnson got that armbar in the last second. The flying armbar? No, 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 no. The it was in like the the last five round fight, and Demetrius Johnson got the armbar. There was like a one second to go in the fifth round. And Who was winning the, that fight? Demetrius Johnson was winning it yeah. by a fair stretch. But Horiguchi's from, I don't know if he's still there now, but he was at Kid Yamamoto's gym. And he, he has a karate background, so he started doing karate as a little kid. He's very, very good. I, I, you know, like now, I'm, I'm glad that he, he won the, the, Bellator, the Bellator belt. But having said that, he was very composed and very, like, like he, he survived the elbows. Yeah. And then he was able to implement his game plan. His scramble, which is great. Like, I feel like... They were, they were both fighting, and, and, and is it Darian? Darian yeah, Darian Calder. Darian just like set a really high pace, like real fast pace, came out real strong in the beginning, was landing with success, and I think that got to him, and he started like ramping it up a bit more, a bit more, whereas Horiguchi just stayed composed the whole time, kept the same pace, like just kept it going, kept it going, and then when Darian couldn't get that finish and started like, started, um, you know, slowing down a little bit, not scrambling as much, not finishing on top. It, 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 yeah, like can you tell us a little bit what it's like, like going through a five-round fight? Like what? Because it's a long time to be fighting. Three yeah. rounds is a long Pe time. People don't realize that. People don't realize the difference between a three-round fight and a five-round fight. Like three rounds is fifteen minutes. That's a long time to fight someone. But five rounds is twenty-five minutes. That is a long time to be across from someone trying to trying to kill each other. You know, so um. But what happens in terms of like your energy systems? What happens in terms of like uh, psychologically while you're in there? Because I, I'd imagine that somewhere towards this is just and you know I'm cheating a little bit because I have that secondhand experience through you and through other people. But I'd imagine that somewhere in that fight, um, the adrenaline has to slow down. Yeah, definitely. And and also your mind would start to start to work a little bit more in, in the 25 minutes. Am I, am I correct with that? 100%. Like 20 minutes in, you're at a point where like 
the adrenaline isn't the same. Like it's slowed down tremendously. You can start to feel your aches and bumps. Like granted, like you still have plenty of it. Like you're still in there fighting. You can't feel your broken hand that you have and you don't know yet. Like it's it's still still going through you. But like you you start to get tired. Like anybody out there, like anybody, try to do something that requires all your focus for 25 minutes. It's hard. It's like sitting in an exam. At the end of an exam, you're toast. You're like yeah. you're good. You know what I mean? Like. And it's it's just it, mentally it's so draining and and how long does it take to get to for, how much rest do you need after like a, a massive twenty five minute war like that well, for a title psychologically do you feel um, after the fight it depends like um like with with my second Romero fight like that I needed a big break after that because that took a lot out of me that took a lot out of me physically and that more than anything that took a lot out of me mentally in like, what ways I was just drained I was tired like I. I wasn't pumped to get back in there and be like, I can't wait to do this again <laughs> because I, like, it's hard. It's hard. Granted, I love what I do and I love that experience. I love being in there fighting. But, um, like, I needed a little bit of a break. You know, I needed a break. So it, it was great just the, the way things happened and, like, my broken hand and stuff that I was able to get that mental break, which is, which is huge. So in a fight like, a, like a, how Cold will looked like he set a really good pace. And, and at the start, mm. I thought, man, he might get Horiguchi uh, yeah. with this. Um, what happens? Like, what are the things that happen in that, in that fight? Look, do you think? Well, like, the, you don't know exactly yeah. what was in Coldwell's head, but... Obviously, yeah, I can't, I can't... I don't know what was going through his head or how he was feeling. Maybe he was feeling like, this is great, like, the yeah. whole time, you know what I mean? But, um, but I, I do know from my experience that when you're trying... When you land cracker shots and you land takedowns, and you're you're not demoralizing your opponent, or you're not slowing down your opponent, or your opponent doesn't look phased by it, it it it's it's annoying. Like it it, it brings on its own psychological yeah, its its own frustrations, its own psychological warfare on your half. You're like you start thinking like, what do I have to do to do this? Especially if you've if you've been if if your whole camp you've been banking on. I'm going to hurt him and get him out of there. I'm going to hurt him and get him out of there. I'm going to hurt him and get him out of there. It's like, and then when you implement your game plan perfectly, because it was a perfect implementation, like the, he executed the game plan perfectly to begin the fight. Um, and when you're not getting the results you want, like you either have have to have that that special that special element of of okay, time to switch it up, new game plan. Or you're going to be demoralized, and it's going to slowly sap away from you. Or you have to have a, be very, very, I suppose, disciplined as well to go. No, it's going to happen. I'm going to keep 100%. on. The, I'm going to keep on the course of the original game plan. Yeah. Um, and the fruits of my labor are going to appear in rounds four and five or whatever. Yeah. But um, that's very hard to do as it's well. It's super hard, especially like if you look at Darian's um record he's he's not a super experienced fighter to go up against a guy like horiguchi no that's not taking anything away from darren like, he's very very good yeah he's a great fighter but but i'm saying like you can see especially because horiguchi has the rising title at the moment like it, it hey, he's fought for the ufc he's, title he's, he's fought plenty of yeah. five round fights like he's got that experience and you saw that that's the biggest thing i think i, I saw that fight is like you saw the experience difference between the two fighters title fight five rounds 25 minutes um, especially when I think you, you, you're grappling someone and you can't slow him down or you can't hold him down or you can't, you get him down on the ground, you can't damage him. Mm. Like, uh, or you force the takedown and then he scrambles and ends up in a better position than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that, that those things I think are very very difficult to deal with. And again, I think a, the, the big thing, and also, you said before you didn't feel the big difference between uh, the arena you fought in. Mm. It doesn't matter to you. Uh, no, no. It, it <coughs> the biggest difference for me when it comes to arena is just the whether it's at home or not. That's the biggest difference for me. But um, in at, what way? Well, because I can feel a I can feel a huge difference when it's a home ground advantage to when it's not. Like when I walk out with the Australian crowd behind me, I feel it. Like I can feel it. You've been there. <laughs> you can feel it. Like the the air vibrates. Whereas when I'm in the States, usually fighting one of their locals or one of the, the US guys, like, the, the, the cheers aren't the same. Yeah, but you, you're not a fighter that gets booed or anything. Uh, no, I, I do not get booed, but it's it's not the same. Like, it's just, I can just, I can tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, as, as far as arenas go, like... Once you're in there, in the fight. Yeah, it, it, it's all the same. Every octagon's the... But, but for, for a person coming up, like, say, because Cold War is not... Not experienced, but uh, someone like Horiguchi who's been through all the different arenas mm. you're going to be in, fought all the different people, the adrenaline dump at the start would be different as well. I, I, yeah. And, and just being, uh, th that's the thing that I saw with, with Horiguchi was like, to me, he looked like he always knew he was going to win. Like he was always like, the, you know, he was this in is bad what spots. I do. Yep, he was in bad spots and he knew the tide was going to turn. And he, he just, to me, it's that experience that's staying composed yeah. that, that people with less fight experience sometimes don't necessarily that's, have. That's what, I, what, that's what I would rule it down to is like Horiguchi just had that experience. Now, now Darren's going to go away with that experience now. And he's going to keep fighting and get more experience and, you know, who knows where that leads him. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the Sonnen versus Machida fight? <laughs> Dude, um, I thought Sonnen was like, hats off to him for surviving that first flying knee. That was, like, that was that was so big. That was so flush, and um, and then getting hit with it again, <laughs> like like it, it's hard. Like I, I I thought from the fight, I thought Leoto looked very good. Like I thought he looked very very good. I thought he did what he needed. Like he he fought so well. He he anticipate. He came in with the game plan, anticipating Sonnen was going to shoot for that lead, and. Yeah, it was, it was. I mean, I shoot for the on, on the right side. Yeah, yeah. And um, like Leoto took that. Like the other thing is timing. Like the karate stance, it's hard to shoot on a guy with a karate stance. Like look at Wonder Boy. Look at look at Leoto. Look at me in some sort of sort of thing. Um, it's it's hard to shoot on a guy with a stance like that who's playing on the outside. And Leoto just just capitalizes on all his weapons, on all his his um, on on, on everything. He just predicted Shale's movements. And, and did it great. Do you like Machida more at um, light heavy than, than middleweight? Yeah, he definitely looks better at, at, at light heavy. He's been, now that he's older. Yeah, it's really, the thing is, like, I thought he was always good at light heavy. Because he's he, fought at heavyweight too. Yeah, he's moved he up. He fought BJ Penn at heavyweight, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> now, did you know that? No, I knew he fought BJ Penn, I didn't know I was I'm pretty sure. Can you look it up, Dave? If it was on um, <coughs> BJ Penn versus uh, Leota Machida, what weight that was at? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. But um, like you, you've seen him throughout his whole career go uh, <coughs> up and down, up and down, up and down, and I, I've always thought he looked the best where his timing and his speed and his style most came out was at light heavy. Hmm. 
Mm. He's just ran into John Jones at light heavyweight, eh? Yeah, it's John Jones. Yeah, no, no, no. But he... Uh, Everybody else, though. Yeah, yeah no, no. I, I always thought... No, no. Yeah, BJ Penn versus Machida was like back in the day. I'm sure they fought. Yeah, yeah that's it. BJ Penn versus Lyoto Machida. Can you see it? There, I'm looking at it. Go, go. The, there, there, there. The clip. Yeah. Just, just, I just want to see if, it's, if it was that heavyweight. I, I just couldn't remember this. Um, yeah, I just thought he... he That's looked, him. He, he looks like BJ. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, um, I just thought he just looks better at light heavy. You know, there, there are a lot of I things that... There are a lot of things that happen when you when you start to come down in weight divisions. Like like I, we've mentioned a bunch of times, like the the weight cut, the the water from the brain, the water that's not in your body. I just think for his weapon set, it, they just really really shine at light heavy. And Sona, what do you think? It's, it's hard, like especially because, and, and I think the fight would have went much differently if he didn't land that first flying knee. I think it would have went much differently because that, that flying knee set the pace and it hurt Sonnen and Sonnen was on the back foot recovering the whole time after that. He's always been very good against wrestlers himself anyways, Machida. I, I, yeah, I, I he's think. a hard guy to take down. That's his, that's his whole thing, just to keep it standing. And then his whole style, stylistically, he's a hard guy for a wrestler. You know, um, and he can wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, he did sumo. Yeah, yeah, actually I do. I did. He did sumo for, for ages. You told and, me. And, and Sonnen, he went, he had like a, a apparently he had a really good amateur boxing career before, um, like he wrestled and did amateur boxing growing up. Really? I've heard him say that he, 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 <coughs> he and his dad, when his dad was alive, he was talking about um, trialing for the Olympics in boxing. Really? Yeah, Sonnen. So he's, he's got good hands, obviously. Um, and well, it was an interesting fight. Like what happens with Machida now, you think? Um, I think, uh, like, do you, do you think that that he would keep going? Like, because he's like, how old is he now? He's not young. He'd be close to forty. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll still fight <clears throat> in Bellator. And the uh, Rory McDonald versus Neiman Gracie well, fight. Also, like, Sonnen retired. After yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of that? I think. I think that's the way you should retire. To be honest. Which way? Where. Yeah, it hits you like a light bulb and you go, I'm done. Instead of like knowing you're going to retire before a fight. I don't know how you can fight with one foot out the door. Like, yeah, yeah. It's too hard. But um, like congratulations to Sonnen for a great career. He's done amazing things. Absolutely. Um, um, what have, how hard do you think it will be for you when you put up your gloves? Like how... how like, how hard do you think it is for someone like him to... Because financially, I'm sure... Like, I'm, I don't know anything about Charles Sonnen, but he seems like he's got his fingers in a lot of pies, so he doesn't seem like, you know, he just needs to mm. fight for the money. But he obviously loves fighting. Mm. So how hard do you think it'll be for you when you need to step away? Um, Not that that's in the books right now, but... I don't think it'll be that hard. Why is that? Because I'm like... I, I love fighting and I, I love combat sports and I love what I do, but it's, it's, it's never been like, I, I've never been in love with the, 
everything that surrounds the fight game, like the crowds, the fans, the the spotlight, the interviews. I've I've never liked any of that. It's like um, I I just love testing my abilities against yours, and then having a clear cut winner, and then being like, yeah, I'm better than you. <laughs> like I, I love that. So I think yeah, but there'll be a point where that has to stop. Yeah, and I think when I'm done, like how hard will that be to let go though? I don't think it'll be that hard to be honest. Like uh, I. I I invest a lot of my time and a lot of my like, my passions and, and heart into like my family, my kids, my other stuff. Like I have a lot of things going on, you know. I don't and uh, like being a fighter and fighting doesn't define who I am, you know. And, and I think like a, a lot of fighters struggle with that concept. But I think we've talked about it on a bunch of other things. Like I'm more than just you know Rob Whitaker in the UFC. You know, I'm, like, we do a lot of other things, and I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with who I am. Like take away the fighting. And uh, I think that will make it much easier. Like, I don't think, I think if, you, if you're comfortable with who you are and you have a real strong grip on, on, on who you are and your identity, you, you don't need to keep fighting. Like, you don't need to come back to be recognized to try to find that, you know? Um, I think it's hard as well because a, a lot of, when I see, when I see that with, um, people don't understand that either. Like, I, I watch that if, because you're not, particularly loud in, 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 on camera and that people can only go off what they see. Mm. And so it's hard for people. Even I remember Rory McDonald talking about, um, they're talking to him about fighting GSP. And he's like, no, I'm not going to fight GSP. I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along those lines, and he's not going to fight GSP. And, uh, you know, I can't remember who it was. said, oh, you know, what about if you see George's bank account and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, it's, do you know what I mean? It's, it's not just about that. You know, yeah, for sure. I'm sure he wants to get paid as much as he possibly could. Mm. But I think um, just, again, knowing who he is and knowing what you want is something that a lot of people don't don't understand. They, they can only define it by what they see in fighting. Like, yeah. how much money did you get paid for fighting? Uh, how many times did you defend the belt? Why didn't you do this? You should have kept fighting. You should have quit. You should have done this. You should have done that. And, you know, people, like you're human beings with your own goals and your yeah. own identities as well. Um, so another thing that makes me laugh is when they say to me, when they say, oh, so-and-so got in so-and-so's head or because he did this and this and that. And I think like, how would you know, man? How, <laughs> how would you possibly know without you knowing and being and dealing with that guy? You know what I mean? Like maybe the guy that's being loud is people are inside his head and that's why he's being loud, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a funny thing. Um, you know, that's a good way to segue, I guess, into the, the main event, but that's that's one of the biggest things. Like, that's why I have so much respect for Roy McDonald. Like, like his mentor was like GSP, trained him up. They were training partners for so long, and Rory never, never once got got persuaded or peer pressured into taking that fight. Like, he just stood his ground, and and he's a great fighter. He is a like a he's a great great fighter, ridiculously skilled across the board. Great at implementing game plans. Like he's 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 a tough man, so tough, and he's such a good fighter, and I just I just really love the the way he conducts himself, the way he's done things. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think? Um, but see, you know, again, like he he would have been well within his rights to go. Okay, I'm going to leave Tristar, or I'm not going to leave Tristar, mm. whatever the I don't know what arrangements they would have had there, um, and I'm going to fight GSP. Mm. If I, I, I who who the fuck am I? Like, I don't think he should have, you know what I mean, if he didn't want to, which is good, good for him. Um, but I, 
he it wasn't even on the cards for him. It yeah. was like it was nah, I'm not I'm not not even interested in it. And I thought I thought I think that that's very commendable. What did you think of this fight with uh, Gracie? I thought it was like it was a, I think it was a great showcase on how good Warren McDonald is. Why do you say? And, that? and the the level difference. Like Gracie's been able to implement his game plan on all his opponents like flawlessly. But a huge difference in experience though between yeah, the two. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like and that's but that's that's the level. Like that's the level. There's 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 that level and then there's Roy McDonald level which is like at the top of the food chain, I believe. Um he's he's got he's got like A grade skill sets across the board. Which is much like like which is UFC top 5 like everybody in the top 5, top 3 have have A grade skill sets across the board. Have are all fit, are all talented, are all strong. And it's just about the fight. And Rory's right there. Like he, of course, he's there. Like he's been top three, top two, fighting for the belt in UFC and Bellator now. Like for how long? You know, it's that's just a, just a level of difference. Like Rory took him down. Is he older than you? Same age. Same age, I think. But he started when he was like sixteen. But he hasn't had that many more fights than you, has he? Oh no, he has. No, he hasn't. You've got about 24, 25 fights. Yeah. And he's got twenty six, yeah, twenty seven fights. Yeah, he's had a couple more fights, but. The fights he's had, but I were, were harder. Yeah, they were crazy. Like he, he was in the UFC at like eighteen or something, like nineteen. He was fighting. Yeah, he was fighting killers, killers, like way back as soon as he started. <laughs> how, how much do you think? Like we, I know we spoke about him before. How much? How much do you think that's affected him though? It's hard to say. Well, it's hard to say. Like without speaking to him. Like, I, I can't read his mind. Um, but I, I think there's a point where you get tired. Like, where you're like... Like he said it before, he's like, I don't want to hurt nobody anymore. It's like... It's just... Do you think you should have been able to put Gracie away? Um, he's going to be good too, eh? Hey? <coughs> Gracie. He's going to be real good. Great. He's going to be great. Only great nine foundation. fights in. Like, only nine yeah. fights in. He's, he's, he's got a great foundation. Um, but like... I don't think Rory to me is like he's he's never really been like a go out there get that shot finish him sort of guy. He's like a, this is what I'm gonna do. He dismantles people. Yeah, this is what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna do this for the entire fight. And if I finish you, I finish you. If I don't, then I'll still win. Like he's in in my opinion, Rory McDonald is one of the one of the best guys at implementing game plans and sticking to it, showing that discipline to stick to it. Like, uh, like, honestly, he's one of the, the best guys in the game who's at, at doing that. I think, because you can, you can have the best game plan, eh? You, mm. everyone can, anyone can have a great game plan, but then you've got to go, like you said, go out and implement it. And you've got to implement it in the fog of war, too. Yeah. And he's, he's able to do that. He's, he's great. Honestly, he's one of the best in the game at doing that. Plus, he's like, his skill set is completely built around doing that. Like, he, his skill set's great. Like, no one aspect is better than the other. You know, his wrestling, his grappling, his striking, it's all all up there. And and he just goes in there, he implements a game plan and just sticks to it. He's great at it. Great at it. Like, as well as... And he can fight. Like, like yeah, he's if got that, that goes out the window, he, he's, he's got that he can bite down on the mouth guard and he can 100%. fight too. 100%. You saw that. You've seen that in plenty of these fights. But also another thing, another thing which, was, which was cool to see is like a lot of people... With jiu-jitsu anyway. They're... In, in MMA, you can't fight on your back. 
no matter how good you are at jujitsu, like if the if the other guy knows how to grapple or he knows how to fight well, you can't be on your back. No matter how good you are at jujitsu, you can't be on your back. Because for one, you're losing in the eyes of the judges straight away, and and two, you get hit there. Like Rory would just control control the biceps and throw shots, throw shots, land good shots, big shots. You know you can't be on your back in your um you can't be on your back in 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 MMA. You just can't. And uh, you see it a lot with guys earlier. They create bad habits because their jujitsu is much. I'm talking much earlier in the in the in their career in MMA. They their jujitsu is much better than everything else. So what they do is they shoot a sloppy takedown, and if it doesn't work, they just roll onto their back. You can't do that. Are you and talking about they do that in MMA or they do that just at the gym? Both. In the gym, that's what they do. But also, especially in their MMA, like in the in like the local shows when they're building up their experience, that's what they do. Because you see it all the time, all the time. Every local show I go to, I see a guy that's jujitsu, a jujitsu guy. And he goes in for a sloppy takedown, it gets hard, and then he just falls onto his back and then plays there. And then, like, sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. Like, the thing is, you can't create that habit now. Otherwise, that's what happens eventually. Eventually, someone's going to get you. Or some guy that's, like, knows how to just stay in guard, and he's going to beat the shit out of you for three rounds. 15 minutes. Like, that was a... And once you've been hit from that position a few times yeah it's and you get slippery and there's blood and your eyes are closed up and you start to gas yeah and it's tiring holding arms holding neck ties like it's hard fighting from there you know like it's a crap it's a disgusting habit to to to, to enforce don't go on your back even if you're a jiu-jitsu guy don't go on your back please do you think if the rules were different and it was like a one 25 minute round fighting off your back would be a, a, a more legitimate strategy because you wouldn't have that just five minutes where they stand you up and you maybe took damage for a minute and a half, which is a lot. No. No, So, like, Rory was there for 25 minutes straight. He would have yeah. killed, killed Gracie. You yeah. know, like, it's, it's even worse if because they'll pin you, they'll keep you on the ground and you're going to get tired on the ground. You're taking shots, you're taking damage, and they're just going to stay there. And the, I think the big Beating problem with that is people assuming, like, the other guy can't grapple. Yeah. Like, no, we're talking about high-end sport. It's not like, you know, me playing football yeah. on some team and the guy can do whatever he wants because I don't know how to play football. Now you're talking about two yeah. high-end athletes and <coughs> they can both grapple and the one that gets on top is going to have a massive advantage. He's going to have an advantage. It doesn't, it, like, you know, people are going to point to the Tony Ferguson fight against uh, Kevin Lee or they'll point to, you know, a few, you know, fights where people yeah. submit someone off their back and you go, yeah, cool, but overwhelmingly guys can guys can win a fight from the top doing less damage than the guy from the bottom did 100%. now that might be you can say well that's bad call on the ref so well they're the rules you're you're, you're fighting with yeah. you know what i mean the rules don't only work when it's in favor of you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and you can you can win fights taking a dude down and holding him no, not, that's not, what i mean not throwing a single punch you win the whole fight especially yeah. especially in these 15 minute rounds but I guess like you know, my, fifteen minute fights. Oh, uh, fifteen minute fights, yeah. Like it's just it's too short. Like you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh, he just kept taking me down. I was like, you're, you're a bitch. Let's stop it. <laughs> the now, that's another that, that's another interesting thing because like predominantly you come from a striking background and you hear that from people a lot of the times where they go, nah, he wasn't he didn't want to fight me. He just hugged he just hugged me. He held me and took me down. 
in my opinion, if someone can do that to you, you lost the fight. <laughs> you're a bitch. You lost. Like if, yeah. like if you're waiting for the bus and somebody came and grabbed you and just held you down and you put the shields up and got up and then he grabbed you again and put you down, you miss your bus. It's because you couldn't defend yourself. And yeah. now you're late for work. Yeah. It's, like, it's embarrassing. It is. It is. Like, don't make excuses, people. Like, just learn how to defend a shot. And uh, I just want to stand up and bang. Nah, dude. Learn how to defend takedowns. When you were younger and you, you fought for the CFC title, you fought Jesse Juarez. Yeah. He's a good fighter, good wrestler. Yeah. And he, he basically out -wrestled, just, just out-wrestled you. Yeah, he wrestled me, held me down. I was a little bitch. I remember thinking that in the fight. And I, I swear to God... I remember thinking on my back for like the sixth time, thinking, fuck, I'm a bitch. Because at the end of the day, like, regardless of the nomenclature you want to use, but um, <laughs> like the, the, the feeling that you have of somebody grabbing you. Yeah, manhandling you. Manhandling you. It's the same to me. I don't know. Like, oh, you know, even when you roll around with someone and there's guys that you roll around with that aren't even that good sometimes, but they're super strong. Yeah. And like for me, I'm rolling sometimes with guys and I'm like, fuck, this guy is like, you know, he might not even be that good, but you, you can feel that this guy's like strong and he's holding you down. Yeah. And you can feel that. Now you might be able to do stuff or whatever. It's not the issue, but you can feel that. And in that particular fight when you fought, uh, and shout out to Jesse Juarez. Shout out to Jesse this is He's had multiple shout outs. Good on him. <laughs> good on his podcast. Big fans. <laughs> well, big huge fans, fans of yours, Jesse. Um, in that fight, talk us through that because it's it's interesting because you hear from people where they whine about it like a little bitch where they got held down but talk us through that feeling of getting held down and not being able to it's just, you came back though I think in that fight you came back you almost did stop him a couple of times towards yeah, the end yeah um, it's just one of those things where you just feel powerless like if you've ever it's hard to explain to people who's never been held down and like like, and you want to get up, but you can't, like, no matter what you do. It's, it's like, and, and you're losing, and you know you're losing. And he, and you, you want to get up, and you want to implement your game plan, you want to fight, but he's not letting you. It's a terrible feeling. It's a terrible feeling. It's just a... It's and it becomes like, increasingly more frustrating. frustrating. Then you've got to do higher risk things yeah, to, to try, try and, and stop him. Or make space. Or, yeah, or to, or to get up or whatever. And that just plays into his... Yeah, into his, his world game. Even more. And, and you're, just, you're using more energy to, to do those yeah. things. So I guess the, the, the biggest overwhelming feeling is just powerlessness. It's just it's just terrible. It's terrible. Um, yeah. Like it's this. a slow death, eh? It's 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 horrible. I'll, it's tiring. I want to I want to segue here into Dylan Dennis and um, Aaron Pico's fights, and I mean Adam Adam Borick's won, so I'm not I don't want to talk just about Aaron Pico. But one of the interesting things I, I, I find is Aaron Pico is relatively new to the MMA mm. game, so he's had seven fights, including super at, young too. Yeah, super young. Um, Dylan Dennis has was one and zero. Now he's two and zero against Max Humphrey. Um, Adam Borick says 8-0 here for Bellator, but he's actually had like 14 fights and a big amateur striking career. Now, it's a funny situation because people are criticizing Dylan Dennis's win of Max Humphrey. Max Humphrey is 3-2 three and, three and two, now, 3-3. Three and three. Um, But Dylan Dennis is only 1-0. Mm. And then you think, well, who's he going to fight? Do you get what I mean? And then you, uh, Aaron Pico... Arguably, it was probably pushed a little bit too early into the fights, but 
who how many people would have been lining up to fight Aaron Pico when Aaron Pico was 0 and 0 to go yeah I'm mm. going to fight that kid who I think I think Aaron Pico was a Golden Gloves champion or something in boxing and uh, silver medalist at World Juniors in wrestling which is a ridiculously high level um, I think he won World Cadets he I don't know if he won it or, or but he definitely medaled at Cadets and definitely medaled at World Juniors and he, I think he even got, got a podium finish at the U.S. Seniors Nationals. This is a high, high-level wrestler, high-level boxer. Um, and one guy in Aaron Pico was probably overmatched. And maybe Dylan Dennis was undermatched. But what do you do with a guy like Dylan Dennis, whose grappling credentials are through the roof, and with an Aaron Pico whose credentials are through the roof? Now, do you put him up against an Adam... Adam Boric, or do you put him up against a Max Humphrey? Like, because people kind of have something to say about Dylan Dennis's, I don't know, easy win, so to speak, which I think good on him for winning. That's he, he beat the guy that put him in front. But what do you do? Well, in 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 regards to Dylan Dennis's win against Max Humphreys, I think the matchup was fine. Like Dylan Dennis was one and zero. Max Humphreys is like I think I think record wise, like it, it was fine. I think. I think I think that matchup was meant to happen. Like I think that's yeah, hundred percent. I, I agree. I don't agree with how he conducted himself afterwards. <laughs> like, I didn't see it. I, like, I, I, like I literally cool. I literally watched the the armbar, yeah. and then moved away. Like it's it's cool, it's cool to be getting your wins. Congratulations, get your wins. But don't act like you're the fucking king of the world after beating like you know your your early fights. After getting getting your second win, like chill. Well, what like, happened? Called out John Jones or something. Was Did he call around, out John Jones? Running around with two Bellator titles at one stage. Like it's just. A... <laughs> look, 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 look. Did you see that look that passed in Faz's eyes? <laughs> no, but but you know what? If if he wants to call out John Jones, he, he, look for a fight. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it was for a fight or a grappling match, but but um. A, a grappling match, you know, would be interesting. I think Dylan Dennis would probably submit him. But um, a fist fight, <laughs> I, I don't think he should be having fist fights <coughs> with John Jones. Yeah, I think he just should just relax. Like, uh, I get it. If it's just his personality, it's his personality. But come on, man. Like, just relax. Just chill out a bit. Okay? It was a great win. But... You know, you're still building up your record, and like that's clearly what the rec- that what that fight was. It was just fo- a fight to build up your record. So just act like it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't go to like the the primary school athletics, smash everybody, and act like I'm I'm the best, the fastest runner in the world. You really think you'd beat everyone in everyone primary school easily? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like a fast, like a, a fast, like a twelve-year-old. Okay. No, look, look. Ni- nineteen sixty-two fab. No, no, no. I'm saying like a fast 12-year-old might run 100 meters in 13 seconds and you wouldn't do that. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know which school I'm going. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to like... To a the, sports school. sports school. St. <laughs> Greg's like, nah, man. I'm just going to get like Menai. Menai Primary. You'd, you'd, you'd probably find some fast kids. Okay. Okay. And you're not, you're not very fast. I'm going to sprint up against a, a young fab. <laughs> you a might. young fab. What was it? Grade 7... Don't make fun of me. I, I don't make. 
I don't make fun of you, man. <laughs> the 1,500 metres. Unbelievable. I'm, this is so disgusting. <laughs> You're shitting on everyone. Meters. You're hating on everyone's achievements. Oh, on Dylan Dennis, on me, on everyone. If, if, if I, even if I went to prime, back to primary school to raise primary school kids, I wouldn't do the 1,500. You wouldn't be able to. You no one wants you, to do the 1,500 metre race. You don't have the mental strength the kids, or the intestinal fortitude the kids, to do it. None, none of the you kids line don't. up going, okay, 1,500 metres, yeah, yeah, me, me, me. There's no one. It's you. It was just you running around the track. <laughs> that's not nice, mate. You're a fucking hater. And that's why no one likes you. Um, that's why no one likes you. <laughs> that's why you don't have fans. <laughs> uh, Aaron Pico and Adam Borics, that that's a hard one. That's hard because, like you said, Aaron's his skill set and like his credentials are through the roof. It's so hard. You can't like you put him up against a guy like with a record of three and two, and he just kills him. You know. Um, you know what, what's funny is that we're having the same sort of problem with Jacob now, like from from our fight team. Like he's. Does Aaron Pico have reading disabilities? <laughs> <laughs> Is it just Jacob or him as well? Maybe, maybe. It's, right. it's big. But yeah, but we're having the same thing where where one guy clearly is like training and he's trains hard and he's got good skill sets. And then trying to get him a fight with like a guy that's like got the same sort of record, no one takes it. And then you put him up and against. Then you're forced to take. Then, fights. then you're forced to take like these Adam Borix fights or the other ones, where they, these guys are like experienced dudes. And but, and look, I, I guess going back to what we were saying before, <coughs> um, he like the experience matters so much. Yeah. Even if the skill sets aren't always at the same level, the the experience in a fight matters a lot. Why do you think? Because Aaron Pico said. He's still trying to learn to fight, and um, yeah, he goes. He's he's still trying to learn to fight, and he's still trying to find. Uh, yeah, just how to fight, so to so to speak. But he can box, and he can wrestle, and obviously he can grapple. Um, what do you think it is? How how no no? What do you think it is? How hard is it to um, glue all those things together? It's 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 very hard, and I, I like. This has always been my opinion. Like, the best mixed martial artists, like the best guys in the UFC, are the guys that can string it all together the um, the best. So, like your John Jones, who can put his wrestling and his striking and his grappling, and he he mixes them all together so well that he can just control the pace of the fight flawlessly. Same with George Saint Pierre. Like, can did the same thing. He just mixed everything up so well and like in my opinion they're the two best mixed martial artists like the world's ever seen but it's just because of how good Demetrius Johnson as well. yeah Demetrius DJ like he just Dominic Cruz yeah Cruz like those those dudes at the apex of, of the game are just the guys that can mix it all together so so well and um, I've always been a big fan of um, actually Dominic Cruz I've always liked the way he he fights and the way he puts all these things together and the way he, he like he can implement the game plan. Yeah. He can fight. He can, and then he can just take the styles and just mesh it. You know, to where, where you can't see things coming. And a lot of people didn't even know that he was such a good wrestler. I remember, I don't know who I was talking to, and I said, no, no, this guy was like a you know gun wrestler. And they're like, oh really? Like, because his striking is that good yeah. and he's able to put everything together that well, yeah. you know. But he, and he knows the game. I've been stalking his Instagram lately. Like, for any particular reason or just 
<laughs> just, just look at him. No, no. Um, I was just seeing watching his footwork drills, the way he moves, the way he moves his head, the way he switches stances, the way he goes southpaw to orthodox and then strikes off, strikes off it and then switches back. But all in all in the one fluent movement. It's 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 beautiful to watch, and I just I just watch it and I I look, and I I wish I could do it. <laughs> And you got to be super fit for it too. So totally. that wouldn't be for you. Hey, no, that's for me. I'm, I'm yeah. adapting. That, that would I'm be training. for you. I'm training. I'm training up. Um, yeah, so, so what, what, what do you think will happen with Aaron Pickard? Do you think, is, is a pos- like, will he just improve? Or do you think it can also, like, psychologically and physically affect him taking the losses that, like, that, yeah. that he's taking? Yeah, like, he's in the... Because, like, you get knocked out, that's real trauma that's he, occurring. Yeah, he's... He's in a hard position. He really is. It's one of those things where it's kind of like a trial by fire thing. He has to kind of either beat Adam Boricks and then come out on top and then get the experience from that and how to adapt from it and then, you know, go up that way. Or, or it is going to stunt him, you know, slowly. But, but in saying that, he's, he's very young. And, he's, and he's he very has wrestled and, he's, and he probably yeah. understands the flow, ebbs and flows as an athlete. Yeah. I think it's a lot of times people watching yeah. that don't understand what's I think, happening. I think like if I were him, I'd, I'd chill out. I'd let, I'd let my head recover from that knockout. I'd come back. I'd start, um, I'd, I'd just start training, maybe try to get some boxing fights, try to get some kickboxing fights just to, just to learn... Yeah, just just to because he's already had a lot of boxing. Yeah, fights. just to just to, but he's got to. It's hard. Fuck, it's hard. Maybe some kickboxing fights. I don't, I, I don't know. It's hard. He's young enough to go away from the game and come back better, and he needs to kind of increase his his, his experience without you know going without up, taking the trauma. Yeah, as well. without taking the trauma and without without going up against these high high caliber dudes, you know. Or he comes back and knocks out the next guy, and then no, but this is history. But but the, the, the to me, the, he was he was even winning that fight, anyways. Mm, you know what I mean? He was winning that fight, um, and so the the game plan was implemented correctly. Like it, it was all there, and sometimes that's the other thing. It's like what you just said. Then uh, maybe he wins his next fight. Everyone just yeah. cool. Everyone's back, and that, that's how fickle the fans are. Um, because he was he was doing. Sometimes you do everything right, and you just eat a kick. Yeah. And that's it. It's over. Yeah. You know, or a flying knee. Because that guy hit him, like with everything. I was watching that <laughs> knee. I was like, oh my god, that was such a big and shot. He shattered his jaw. Did he really break it? I, I heard that it, it, it yeah, shattered it. No, really. That's what I heard. Can you look it up, Dave? Mm, have a look. I mean, I don't doubt it. Like, you can't be good for you eating shots like that. Hmm. And then that, that's the other thing as well that um don't worry about it. No. Nah, that's the other thing that, that um the Adam Boric was saying as well, like he's going in to fight the guy, he's had more experience and like everything was about Aaron Pico, you know what I mean? Yeah. So good good on Adam Boric too. That 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 was really good. Did you watch the Tyson Fury? I did. What did you think? I think he's crazy. So crazy. 
Like he's just so loopy. Even in the fight, he looks crazy. <laughs> you know, he apparently donated his whole purse, like $9 million, all to the homeless. Really? Yeah. Then apparently he did that before. Like, he's done that a couple he's of such times. Such a good guy. Like, he, he's not crazy in a bad way. Like, I like him. Like, he's crazy in a way that draws me to him. <laughs> but, like, he just, he put on a clinic. Like, it was a boxing clinic. It was like $25 a head. Everybody can come and watch. And, yeah, it was just... It was never like Schwartz never looked in the fight. Like it, it looked like a sparring session to me. Like it was crazy. What do you think will happen with uh, with him? Do you think he can fight? Like do you think he'll go up and fight? Um, you know what I want to see him fight. I want to see him fight Joshua. I want to see him fight Anthony Joshua. I think that uh, I just want to see that matchup. I don't know. I don't think they'll make that matchup, but I'd love to see it. Yeah. Did you watch a Deontay Wilder fight? Well, when he fought, when he watched, when he fought uh, Deontay Wilder, when he got dropped real bad. Yeah, and came back like a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, sounded like The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. That was mental. That was a great fight to watch. I don't even, how, how do you even get up from a shot like that? I don't know. <laughs> I can guarantee you. Yeah, because he looked dead. Yeah. He looked I, dead. I, did you see that? Yeah. I can guarantee you I wouldn't get up from a shot like that. Like, it was... And the way he got up was so funny. It was like he just got, and then he got back up. But it, like I, I watched a couple of his interviews, and and um, he was like, like if there's the way he was saying it, like he said if there's like and I'm butchering it probably, but he said like if there's if there's one breath left in my body, I'm coming back. Like I'm I'm in the fight. I'm still fighting. And the way he said it, and the conviction in his eyes, I like. I was, I was so certain that literally you're going to have to kill this man to get him out of the ring. Like, you're going to have to drop him and then chair him straight after. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he just, yeah, he's a scary dude. He's a scary dude. I'm a fan, but. I, I mean, I was, I, <laughs> I'm a fan. Honestly, the fight didn't last, I thought it would go, it didn't really last long enough to even, for, like, his, his movement was crazy too. He, Went up again. On the rope of dope. Yeah. That was great. The ropes didn't even touch him. Mate, it, it looked like a sparring session. It was like a clean clinic. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was, it was a sparring session, honestly. It was, he didn't look like he, he left second gear. He didn't need to. He looked composed the whole time. Like he just, he was just chilling. And then in, in that second round, he got even more relaxed. And then, so like his hands were like near his, he was shorts. <laughs> he, he just took him to town. No. Levels. On on the boxing, what do you think of the how this uh, Ben Uckle boxing now? Like this uh, Artem Lobov versus Paulie Malinaji. What do you think about that fight? Um, what do I think about the matchup? Yeah. It's hard to say because I don't know. Sorry, I don't. I don't know too much about bare knuckle and the. Five two-minute rounds? No, no, no. I know, I know about the, the bare knuckle, like, um, like the, the fight itself, like how it's structured and stuff. I, I just, I don't know much about how much bare knuckle boxing is, differs from all the others. Because obviously you've got no wraps. I mean, you've got, you've got to look after your hands. You can't just throw into elbows because you've got no gloves. You know, so there's, there's nothing really protecting your hands. And so, when you wear the four ounce gloves compared to the twelve ounce gloves, right? Yeah. And you punch someone, what's that like for your hands? 
it's sore. Because you've broken your hands a few times punching in fights. Yeah, and um, it's... People don't realise, like, you, can, you can be hitting your head and, that, and that's going to break your Yeah, hands. or elbows or... Yeah. Or like you just, you miss by a little bit and you just clip your elbow, uh, you clip your thumb or it happens. Like, and that's the biggest thing for me, like just looking at watching the bare knuckle, like you, you can't just swing for the fences. You can't because you want to hurt your hands and break your hands. And, um, but at the same time, the five rounds by two minutes lends itself for you to go out there and throw like that. And just go mental, 100%. Yeah. And um, like, and because you don't see a lot of knockouts in the bare knuckle. Like they, they're cuts. There are a lot of cutting and a, a, lot of, a lot of just face damage, you know. Um, but there's less brain trauma. But, but in the fight itself, there's a lot of, um, there's, I don't know if there's a lot more, but there is a lot more clinch. Yeah, single that, hand, single hand Yeah, because you can sort of grab and, and, yeah. and that. And then feed him. Yeah, but you can't really do that in boxing. No. So how do you think that will translate over? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know because you would think because the pace of bare knuckle boxing is very very different to boxing like very different like bare knuckle like the two guys just go for wild just, yeah. just they go straight at each other and there's a pop 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 and there's hands throwing and there's a clinch and there's uppercuts 60 uppercuts a second <laughs> like they just go go at it and there's not enough time as well for I, I think for even if I don't know how Malinaji is now compared to how he was back in the day. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm. But um, I don't think there's enough time for him like to, to cook him over. Because if they put on gloves over 12 rounds, I'd say Malinaji would still have the advantage, you know? Yeah. But Lobov is very, very tough. He's a very physically <laughs> tough guy. Um, so, but in, the, in, that set, in that setting, I, I definitely think that he would. But I don't, I don't know in a, in a setting of... Um, five two-minute rounds, does he have really enough time to, to, to do that with, with Lobov? And I see Lobov being tough enough, very tough, and he'll hit hard enough, and he's got enough boxing. Yeah, and he's got that experience of like the clinch game and controlling that. Cause that's, that's, and used to fighting with small gloves. Yeah, and that's a, I think that's, a, that's like one of the, like a, a huge skill uh, set in, in bare-knuckle boxing, that single-arm clinching. It's huge. Because you're bringing him down and you're upcutting the eyes. Who do you think will win? I don't if, know. If you have to guess. Lobov. You think Lobov? Who yeah, do you think I've had to guess. No idea. Because it's not a boxing no fight. It's very, very, very different to a boxing fight. Very different to it. And Malinaji, the, the problem as well is I don't know how long Malinaji, how, how, how separated he's from fighting. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know how active he is, even sparring-wise and training-wise, whereas Lobov is fighting right now. Yeah. You know who I think, and I said this to you the other day, who I think would be awesome at that rule set? Uh, Hector, Hector Lombard. Yeah. Five times two minutes. He's, he's he, man, he would do really, really, really well in, um, in those the circumstances. Thing, yeah, but the thing is, you can't just throw wild. Yeah, but Hector can. He knows how to punch. Yeah, of course. And and inside, like with the, with like those short arms clinching you and feeding you, and he's got a chin on him too, hitting you hard like that. I'd love to see him do it, man. Chris Lieben's doing well in that. I'd I'd like to see Hector in it. 
just for me, I'd like to see him do it. You know, like, maybe if you ask him. Uh, yeah, mate, I, I'd love to see him do it. I, I, you know, that, there's another funny thing with that. I think I was thinking about this yesterday. Like how many people that fought in Australia at that time? Um, there were so many good guys, but when they got to the UFC and that, I, I feel that like Hector went to Bellator first as well. But I, I still feel like we didn't get to see the in the UFC definitely like. We didn't get to see the best Hector for a long enough time. I think there were other guys like even even Kyle. Kyle went to the US and that like a little bit after George Sotoropoulos. They were all, if I'm not mistaken, like in their 30s. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, then there was so many other guys. I feel like Alex, Alex Prades, I think had, you know, had it been like a 10-year difference, you would he would have been done really well in the UFC. Mm. Uh, Luke Pizzuti, uh there was a, a whole bunch of guys from that sort of time frame that I think would have done. Well, Luke was even before that because and and, and Alex as well because they they were pre CFC days. Yeah, you know Elvis, Anthony, all those guys as well that that did really well. But um, I feel like with Hector we we sort of caught the tail end. You caught the tail end of what of what yeah. of what that was. What you it know? could have been. I I would have loved to have seen him as well as they put him up against. Good guys straight out of that. Oh, out of in the game. UFC? Yeah. Yeah, because he went to Bellator first <laughs> yeah. and did really well there. Um, and then when he went to the UFC, he fought, I think his first fight there was uh, Bosch, a, a middleweight. Was it or was it Pal Harris? No, no, no. Pal Harris was a uh, welterweight. But Pal Harris was his first fight at welterweight. Okay, yeah. And he, and he did yeah. really well. Yeah, I remember, I remember watching that Bosch fight. I was in the house at the time. Oh, were you? Yeah. Yeah, and, and he did well, man. Kept on the outside, kept chopping that leg, that inside yeah. leg. But he 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 hurt Bosch as well. Mm. You know, like he. But by the time you saw him at, at welterweight and you saw him at that, like, I think it it had been a while. You know, like, yeah. uh, and I, I just always think like when I when I think of like short rounds that <laughs> require power, I always think that's your dude. Yeah, that's a guy. Like if if you fought him, said Dude, it's two minutes. It's one round, two minutes. That's going to be. <laughs> It's yeah, gonna be furious, scary, man. Dude. That's gonna be furious. It's scary. Um, so yeah, that's that's my uh, my take on it. Now the bare knuckle is is um, is interesting. I, I think I guess our main thing that we like the the most important thing to discuss <laughs> is um, the biggest thing in combat sports. Yeah, biggest thing in combat sports <laughs> at the moment is your Bieber versus um, Bieber versus Tom Cruise. <laughs> what about it, Dave, Dave? Can you can you turn that off? Can you turn yeah. it off? For um, the yeah. Who do you who, who do you have? Well, I don't know. It's not going ahead. I think I think Bieber message saying he doesn't want to fight. No, who do you have if they fight? If they fought, mm. the, the thing is, I like. I'm like biased, but it's not. I'd probably go for Tom Cruise. I'm Why are you biased? biased? Because I just, I've seen heaps of his movies. <laughs> like, I like him. He's, he's like, he's crazy. Who do you think will and, win? And he does all his own stunts. Who do you think will win? <laughs> uh, I reckon Tom Cruise has got him. I Why is that? I, it's just, I don't know. I just think of Bieber and I will and if I hit the bastard. Bieber's been boxing with, <laughs> yeah, he's for, been for a Floyd, while now. Hasn't he? Yeah, with, with, Floyd, with Mayweather for a while. For like two years now. And he does jiu-jitsu too. Yeah. So like, so and, why, why and, do you think? And like, and like, Tom is double uh, Bieber's age, double. 
Tom's like 56. Yeah, so who do you think would win? Like, I think... I don't know. In what? Like a UFC fight? C- uh, yeah, UFC fight. Uh, I think I think, I think think would win. But I'm going for Cruz. So you stay with Cruz? Yeah. A couple of people saying um, Cruz by a triangle. <laughs> no, I... I think Bebo would win just because he's younger. Yeah. But Tom Cruise wrestled him when yeah. he was younger. Yeah, and, and he's tough. He's tough. But I, I think he'd gas. He's and he, 50- played, he played high-level uh, football too. Yeah, but I think he'd gas. He's 56. You can't hold some. I know how hard it is to hold someone down. It's, it's hard. Do you think Bebo would be able to get up? Hey? Would be able to get up from the bottom or do you think he'd submit him? I don't think he'd submit him. Well, what is Bebo? Purple belt? I don't know. Are they even the same? I don't, I don't know. This is, this is important. No, this is fucking, stupid. This it's whole important, thing, Rob. You're killing me just talking <laughs> about this shit. Like it's fucking dumb. I'm trying to be serious here, but I'm thinking about it from a technical point of view. It's That's fucking, what I'm asking you. It's fucking I'm asking, ridiculous. I don't care. I'm asking you from a technical point of it's view. It's fucking shit. <laughs> what, who do you think would win? I, like I think Bieber would win, just because like Tom's 56, man. Like that's old. That's old to be in a UFC fight. And if you think about it, if you think about it, the guy's 56. He, he, he wrestled something like 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're saying, you're saying yeah, Tom wrestled, but like... I'm just yeah, telling you. Yeah, I'm 40 years ago. I'm just telling you. I'm not, he I'm wrestled not, 40 years ago. I think Bieber would win. I think Bieber's okay. got too much range. Too much range. I think you definitely was, have the height advantage. No, not really. I've seen this, the, the match. It's, it's like 5'8 versus 5'7. Tom Cruise is not 5'7. He is. He is. I, I saw the, mat, the lineup. Bieber does have reach on him, though, a couple inches. But it's, it was, it, the stats were pretty close, to be honest. How oh. heavy are they? Um, I don't know how heavy they are, though. What, 147? No, 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 it won't be that. But, like, it just. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. It's stupid. It's waste killing me here. Like, Tom Cruise is fifty six. I think the whole thing was just a media stunt anyway. Because what, you're what very would, perceptive, huh? You're very perceptive. Nah, but like, what would you call out a dude who's fifty six? <laughs> That's fucking slack. I, th- I think you show some hispech. I think you're too. This is not welterweight, by the way. It's welterweight boxing, and this is the thing. There'd be a featherweight fight. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't think that. Um, I'm getting mad talking. Yeah, about I think it. you're too emotionally invested <laughs> no, in I this feel, fight. I'm getting mad. Yeah, you're too. Yeah. Um, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you'll never live it down. Who's willing to put on the fight? At Dana White and then Tom Cruise, it's true. You, you are. <laughs> yeah, that's the correct grammar. So yeah, no, all right. Um, so what, what's next, Rob? What are we? Just training, training. Still trying to book in the date for um, for me and Adesanya. Uh, we got the program launching very, very shortly. Hey, what are they talking about that with your fight with Adesanya? Because I, I read in the newspaper that. It's Vegas. not going to be in Melbourne. It's going to be in Vegas. Yeah, you know, someone else told me that they saw it in the newspaper too. Like, how did they know before me? The newspaper? Yeah. It was a daily telegraph, I think. Nah, but it was just a story. Like, nobody... Yeah. So there's no truth to that. Well, I, I can't confirm 
anything at this point. Uh, I do know they're tossing between Vegas and and Melbourne, but um, the problem is the date is pretty much I'm I'm, I'm pretty certain it's confirmed like sixth October sixth, which is the grand final, which is the grand final weekend, which means coming to Melbourne would be pretty stupid. Now, but Melbourne grand final, AFL grand final is a week before twenty eighth of September. But it's still, it's still the, shit. Yeah, it's still because the everyone, weekend, for just... those that don't know, if there's anyone watching, um, on the east coast of Australia, basically everybody shuts down for the mm. NRL Grand Final weekend. Yeah. So booking it on that day. Yeah, and, and some yeah. guys take the next week off. Not, not, not <laughs> only that, like the, like all of Australia really, but in particular the east coast and New Zealand. So New Zealand and Australia, yeah. that October 6th is a huge, huge weekend. Yeah. Um, it was a Curry knockout for those in Australia and for New Zealanders. They all watch um, the grand final, yeah. whether and, or not the Warriors are in. And it's my brother's birthday. Big Steve? Big Steve. Big Steve's birthday. Yeah, yeah. A lot of places shut down for that. <laughs> or because of. <laughs> or because of Steve. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm, not exact, I'm not certain what's going to happen. All I do know is that I'm training for it and I'm looking forward to, to touching gloves with him. Yeah. So, so, with that... Even with the grand final still going, Bankwest was originally discussed. It, what, why isn't that on the table anymore? Uh, you're asking the wrong person, my friend. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's... <laughs> it's not a... Like it's, I don't think it's big enough. How, how many people's Bankwest? Like 30,000? Yeah. I don't remember... Uh, I, think being, it, I don't remember it even being in the conversation. Okay. Yeah. 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 There you go. I, I, I don't... <laughs> no, because one, I don't think it's big enough. And two, like if you held it in Australia, like that, that, they will get... Sixty thousand for sure. Like, you know, if if yeah, if they if they just didn't do it on October six, we could fill out any arena in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Just not that weekend. We'll fill out any arena in the, in Australia. And the the fact that the UFC don't want to capitalize on that is ridiculous. It'd be crazier to have you and Adesanya but, fight in Vegas, and it's a first time in New Zealand and Australia fight mm-hmm. and an Australian fight for a UFC title. You know that that's insane, and we go. Let's oh no, let's do it in Vegas yeah, on Grand match. Final weekend. That, that, that's so no that's one mad. watches. <laughs> I, I, you know, you know what gets to me as well. Like I don't understand because like the UFC would have to have advisors in Australia and people in Australia to to comment on. Pete Closco. Well, yeah, I, I don't understand. <laughs> you need to get on it, mate. <laughs> you need to get on it. Yeah, I, I don't understand that because you you would imagine that. They'd be like, oh no, that's like the massive weekend yeah. here in Australia. Don't do it, don't do it. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. So yeah, we're, we're training for that. We've got Golden Boots this weekend. Well, that's a wrestling. Yeah, we've got Golden Boots wrestling. If, you're, if you wrestle, go to Golden Boots. It's this weekend. Um, yeah, that's about it. We're, we're doing another podcast tomorrow. So if you're tuning in today, make sure you tune in tomorrow. But madness thing that's going to happen. It's going to be madness, people. Uh, talking with TK uh, doing a podcast with Rob and I but we are going to film them filming us doing a podcast you like that? free (laughs) free content (laughs) it's mad I I can't get my mind around it I have to go home and lie down with a damn cloth on my head it's like that movie what's that movie? Uh, the one with the ah, forget it I I don't know you just killed it killed it (laughs) on that note people We'll wrap it up. But before we oh, before, before we wrap it up, before we wrap movie, it up, he's going to get it. I want to know how many people are interested in seeing a gaming segment between me and Fab. We will be playing probably something on the PS4. It'll be a competitive game, and we'll be doing it probably through YouTube as well. I just want to see some interest 
in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Subscribe and like this. It's um, not really fair though, because I, I don't play video games, you see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I played Street Fighter with, with Rob before the Uriah Hall fight. We'll play Street Fighter. And I... Yeah, but it's got to be on the arcade games. No, you, we're not, you no, can't no. do that. They don't make them anymore. But well, when I was growing up, that's the only games well, I played. Okay, I'll, I buy you, have... I'll buy you an arcade stick. What do you mean? I'll get you a little stick with the button. That's not, it's not fucking... What do you mean it's not the same? It's just not the same. It's not the same as the arcade. Just quick, people are saying um, the UFC games. Yeah, but no, it's too complicated for Fab. <laughs> Fab. Fab is literally sitting here going, I only play on the stick arcade games. That I only ever did. Yeah, well, we're going to learn something new here. Yeah, but it's not really fair. <laughs> I used to only drink cola from Aldi's, but you know, look at how we grow. <laughs> Things have changed. Things have changed. All right, thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Take guys. care. Tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Thanks, Bye.